Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Big show served up hot and fresh here on a Kim and Lavoy Judgment Day. Kim and Lavoy, they are your best defense. Check them out at KimandLavoy.com. Broadcasting live from the G. Wagner Plumbing Studios. WagnerPlumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs. That is the best way to go about uh, getting, you know, a bathroom issue fixed. Or maybe you got something going on with your kitchen faucet that's not all that great. That's what you call Gene Wagner Plumbing. Coming up next, we're going to talk to this guy. There's a podcast called Big Time Baseball, uh, a Radio.com sports original, and he just had the commissioner of Major League Baseball on, uh, Rob Manfred. John Heyman, a Radio.com sports MLB insider, is brought to you by Pennzoil. Motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. John, thanks for coming on this afternoon with Gary Leroy and myself. How you doing? Good to be on. Doing good. Hey, you had a chance to sit down uh, with your podcast and talk with the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. Uh, I, I guess the first thing that I'm kind of interested in is after talking to Rob, your thoughts on this DH and whether or not you think it's going to stick around in the National League going forward. Because as Brewer fans, Vogelbach is actually doing something since they got him, and I don't really want him playing first base. So if we can keep him as a DH, I'd be much happier. Yeah, I mean, we went over all the rule changes in this year, and he said the one that has the most likely chance to stick is the uh, runner on second in the extra innings. People seem to like that. I like that. I, I don't know. I've, I've heard of some people who don't like it, but uh, their feeling is that it's a positive and it creates excitement, and the majority of the fans, particularly the younger fans, uh, probably like that one. Um, he suggested the seven-inning a doubleheader would be unlikely to stick around. He wants to keep it to nine inning games, uh, and uh, that's the way it's been traditionally. And uh, uh, maybe younger people might like the seven innings, but uh, he's going with nine innings. It seems to be so that will be out. Designated hitter, is, he said, it's a little harder to know exactly which way they're going to go. I mean, there's that's a big big issue. Um, the unions involved, they want it. The National League owners are involved. Um, I think, by and large, they've been against it over the years, but 
summer seemed to be softening a bit on it. Um, didn't seem like it was a certainty to uh, to stay. It was kind of in between those two. Uh, the tiebreaker rule and this extra innings that that is likely to stay. Uh, seven inning doubleheaders will not stay. And I would say that I sorry to give you the answer that it's more uncertain. We don't know on the designated hitter. It's kind of in the middle. He said. Uh, John, quick question here, because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the hugest baseball fan like my good friend Steve Sparky Pfeiffer is, but, you know, I love the Milwaukee Brewers. And I hear a lot of these guys talking about Rob Manford and the job that he's done uh, or the job that he hasn't done. What's your take on Manford, uh, job that he has done, and and the job that how he has handled the pandemic so far uh, in Major League Baseball? Um, you know, uh, first, you know, we'll talk about the pandemic. Uh, they really couldn't do the bubble. It wasn't an option for them. The, the players have to agree, and they did not want to do the bubble. Baseball was in a tougher spot than the NBA. NBA was three-quarters of the way through their season uh, when the pandemic hit. Uh, baseball had not even begun its season. So uh, even to play a truncated season, 60 games with the postseason, three and a half months in a bubble, the players were not going to go for it. Plus, you need stadiums, um, and, of course, they were talking about Phoenix, potentially, and there's only one indoor stadium in Phoenix. The other ones, they're too hot. You really can't play in the summer in Phoenix outdoors. So, um, And the traveling parties are bigger. It's just a different game. Um, you know, it's easier to do it for the NBA. So they didn't really have the option of the bubble. Uh, I think they got through the season pretty well. They did have two outbreaks. It looked a little dicey early. Uh, there were a couple mistakes made early. Uh, certainly when the uh, Marlins came up with four people, they should have shut it down. And um, they tried to keep playing, and then they ended up with 18. So they made a mistake early there, but uh, they seemed to learn from their mistakes. They adjusted, and they got through the season. And I was pretty skeptical when the season started whether they were going to actually do it. So uh, on the pandemic so far, it's a good grade. Um, we did talk about that on the Big Time Baseball podcast. Uh, he thanked the the players and the staff and everybody else for getting through it. Now we're going to be uh, in a few short days. Once we get through the playoffs, the, the first round of the playoffs here, they're going to be hit to the bubbles in Texas and in California. He talked about how they're going to try to have 20, 20% fan, 25% fans in Texas, California. There won't be any fans, but uh, with the bubble, um, you know, they can't have an outbreak during the playoffs because you just can't wait a week. <laughs> you know, you've got to keep playing. So, right. Uh, they've got to take. They can't take any chances, so that's why they're doing it that way. So I, I would say, by and large, for the pandemic uh, so far, the grade is good. Uh, just to get to this point. Yeah, uh, Gary, did you have a follow up? No, I, I thought. Yeah, I, I think okay. you answered pretty well. You gave him a good grade. I mean, a lot of people weren't, weren't yeah. doing that because they they thought the outbreak, of course, came along. You look at, I believe it was the Cardinals had a huge outbreak and they couldn't play some games. They're trying to figure out what they and were the Marlins do. and the Marlins and yeah. and they but he stayed with it. And I guess at the end of the day, if you look at it now, it, it has all worked out. Yeah, John, they made it through, and uh, right. you know, yeah. I think uh, yeah. obviously if somebody had become seriously ill, it would have been very negative, oh, or they had yeah, to stop the true. season, that would have been negative. Right. There were a lot of potential pitfalls there, and they got through it. Okay, now we we are concerned about Eduardo Rodriguez when the Red Sox has missed the entire season has just been given the go-ahead to walk on a treadmill now. We're not sure about next year for him. The Red Sox have said they feel confident. We hope so. We hope and pray that Eduardo Rodriguez will be okay. But, uh, 
you know, he, he came in uh, with a positive on the intake. So that was even before they, the players started to, you know, got together uh, to start their uh, second spring training. So I, I baseball can't really, um, you know, it wasn't because he was with his team or anything like that, but uh, it's certainly an unfortunate situation, and we hope for the best for Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, Steve, give me a hard reset, and I'll get to my question. Oh, we're talking with John Heyman Leroy. He's the Radio.com MLB insider, also insider for the MLB Network here on the Wendy's Big Show on the Fan. Hey, John, help me out with a little strategy here now, because this is, you know, tell me what the baseball peers think and tell me what the, maybe the millennials think. Now, the Brewers have not released who they're going to, uh, I don't know if they have yet or not, but as a, when I'm asking you this question, I don't know who's going to be pitching against Bueller. Would you have Suter maybe go out there for a few innings and throw the bullpen, everything you got, just this one game? Or would you put uh, Woodruff in there, your ace, uh, to just try to grab that first game and take some pressure off? And maybe you can get to Williams and you can get to Hayter, you know, later and, and try to steal game one. Yeah, I would go with Woodruff. They 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 had two excellent starters on the Brewers. That that was their yeah. real strength. Unfortunately, Burns well, is going to make Burns it. Hurt so. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Burns is out. So for the first yeah, round, definitely, out. and perhaps for the entire playoffs. I've seen conflicting reports whether there's a chance he could come back, but it seems doubtful that he'd come back, even if they went through all the way to the World Series. But um, right. you know, I think Woodruff is a great strength. Their bullpen is their other great strength with Williams and with Hayter. So. Um, you know, uh, they've got to try to steal game one with Woodruff and the back end of that bullpen, which is excellent. Uh, obviously, they're in a tough spot. They're playing the best team in baseball team that won 43 games. I mean, you're talking about one team won 43 games. The other team uh, had a losing record, barely a losing record, but a losing record. Um, I know Milwaukee is better than that. And they were in the playoffs the last couple of years, but that is the reality of the situation. And, you know, I don't think we've ever had a, a round of playoff round like this, where you got one team with a, uh, a a winning percentage of well over 700, and the other one with a winning percentage under 500. So um, the thing that Milwaukee has going for them, they have Woodruff, they have an excellent bullpen. If Yelich can hit like he can uh, with Vogelbach and Braun hitting well, that's a big plus. And uh, basically, that's it. Woodruff, the bullpen, and uh, and the middle of that order, if they hit up to their potential, plus the fact it's only a three-game series. In a seven-game series, I'd say their chances would be almost nil, but in a three-game series, anything can happen. We had Dave Roberts on our podcast a few weeks ago, and he really feared that three-game series. I don't want to say feared, but he didn't love the three-game series, which you, you right. wouldn't expect him to when he's got such a great team. I love it yeah. as a Brewers fan ahead, because, yeah. again, right. it's like David versus Goliath in this matchup. And even though maybe history doesn't look back on it if, if it was a five- or a seven-game set and the Brewers pulled the upset on the Dodgers, but coming into this thing uh, with a record below five hundred, Lorenzo Cain opting out, you're without Corbin Burns, who was in the Cy Young conversation, uh, and as you pointed out, uh, Yelich and Kessin Hira both haven't hit to this point at all uh, and, and really need to get going at the same time. But now all of a sudden, John, I mean, if Yelich and Kira get hot for two games... Uh, and your pitching yeah. does what it's done, you can steal the series. It's possible. Three-game series, uh, it's baseball. Anything can happen. I mean, I would say the Pirates, if they were playing, they'd have no chance. But Milwaukee's a reasonably good team. I think they're better than their record. It's unfortunate Burns will not be able to start one of the games. Uh, if he if he was, they have quite a one-two punch going, and they have that great bullpen, and mm-hmm. that would give them a much better chance, I think, 
but, you know, I think they have a chance, just like a lot of these other teams that are in there. Miami's got the great starting pitching at the top of it uh, with uh, uh, Sanchez and Alcantara and Lopez. So, uh, you know, everybody has got something going for them if you're in the playoffs now. Obviously, we got 16 teams, so we got several teams that are around 500, two under 500, and it's a little bit unusual, but, uh, you know, anything can happen in a three-game series. Like I said, in a seven-game series, I give them no chance, although you never know. <laughs> I guess the Dodgers beat the right. Mets in 88 in a seven-game series, but I would I would say no chance with a three-game series that they've got an outside shot at this. Yep, I would agree. John, thanks so much for coming on and joining us, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. good talking to you guys. See you Take later. care. There he is, John Heyman, Radio.com, MLB Insider, Insider for the MLB Network, brought to you by Pennzoil. Motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Uh, make sure to check out his fine, fine podcast. Follow him on Twitter as well. And you join us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. It's for passion. I'll grow your home. A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan. They give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. So with the outbreak of COVID uh, in the Tennessee Titans locker room, are you worried about the future of the NFL season as the Titans and Vikings uh, facilities have been shut down? Adam Schefter is saying they still plan on playing Sunday. If not Sunday, maybe they'll play Monday, but they are still going to play this week. Uh, all teams involved. So uh, we'll talk about that coming up next. Plus, Aaron Rodgers has an interesting take on this uh, COVID outbreak today with Tennessee and Minnesota. We'll let you hear his thoughts coming up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. So, up hot and fresh on the fan, here's Mike Clemens. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.